Have you ever dreamed of one day owning your own business, but just don't know where to begin? Then you've tuned into the right show. On All Things Franchising, you will hear from top national franchisers, successful franchisees, attorneys, CPAs, and others who support this fast-growing business model. So grab a cup of coffee and pen and notepad, because you will want to capture the invaluable information you hear on today's show. And now, here is your host, Linda Ballesteros. Hey folks, welcome to All Things Franchising. This is Linda Ballesteros and I am your host today. Um, I appreciate you finding some time in your busy life to spend with me. I'm always honored. As I say, time is that one commodity that you just can't get back. So when someone spends some time with you, be sure to thank them because they'll never get that time back. Today we're going to be talking about hair extensions. Yes, you've tuned into the right show. This is still All Things Franchising. And you know that I love to introduce you to concepts that you might not necessarily have thought of as a franchise. Um, I I recently read an article, and the title of the article was, What are the trends in the hair extension market? The article went on to say hair extensions are not just for those who want to look more glamorous. Many turn to hair extensions due to thinning because of age, changing hormones, or maybe medication. Others need need help with a bad haircut. Uh, Customers are opting for hair extensions over drugs due to the exorbitant expense and potential negative side effects of the medication. So I'm sure that when we think of, I know I did, when I thought about hair extensions, I was thinking about the movie stars. I was thinking about those that, that walk the red carpet. But it's clearly not true anymore. It's becoming much more mainstream. And that's what we're going to be talking about today with Josh Reed. Josh has been in franchise operations for 17 years with brands like Massage Envy, European Wax Center, and the Joint Chiropractic. He is a membership model expert. Now, you may not know exactly what that means, but we're going to talk about that today. It's fascinating. Today, he is the COO of Extension Envy, which is the first of its kind salon concept specializing in the same-day installation, coloring, styling, and maintenance of hair extensions. Please help me in welcoming Josh to the show. Josh, welcome to the show today. Thank you so much, Linda. I'm I'm excited to be here. Well, I am really excited to have you, Josh, because as I mentioned, a lot of people, they don't realize how many industries are embracing that franchise business model, and Extension Envy is certainly an example of that. We think of salons, but we don't necessarily think of specialized salons like Extension Envy. Before we get started in that, Josh, tell me a little bit about your background and what drew you to Extension Envy? Well, Linda, I think, uh, you know, if I may, the, the, my background in a nutshell has always been uh, to be part of health, wellness, 
uh, fitness and beauty concepts here domestically in the U.S. Um, I've had an opportunity to work with some of the real sort of trendsetters and um, pioneers in that space, particularly as it relates to identifying uh, service offerings that have been sorely um, underutilized or under uh, sort of focused in a particular mm-hmm. space, like massage, like mm-hmm. hair removal, like chiropractic care. So it, it really, my, my 17 years have given me the ability to identify uh, business concepts or models that have found that gap and that are prepared to fill it um, in a way that makes the service attainable, um, convenient, and affordable for the masses, uh, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully it does. Um, and, and that's exactly what uh, we saw with Extension Envy when it was presented to us. Um, Scott and Christine Lewandowski, the founders of the concept, uh, had a salon supply business, and they, they saw the volume of hair extensions they were selling to service providers. And when they did their research, they found out that uh, that was um, uh, the highest ticket offering in salons, and yet no one was making it the, the focus of their business. Mm. So that's what they decided to do. If, if you think about it sort of in terms of where you have sort of your dry bar um, or blowout mm-hmm. concepts, mm-hmm. the blowouts are generally um, one of the least costly services in a salon. So they took that and they made it their focus, but we decided to do the opposite. Let's, let's take the highest price, make it more attainable, make it more affordable for more people. And, and that's what really drew us. Uh, and then, of course, the need uh, for ongoing, regularly scheduled maintenance uh, for clients to really get the greatest value out of their initial investment in their new hair just lent itself to a membership model, which we believe uh, is sort of the key uh, to mm-hmm. profitability of a service, a service model like this one. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And as I said at the top of the show, um, you know, we used to think that the hair extensions were just for those glamorous uh, those that were walking the red carpet. But there are so many other reasons that women in particular are turning to extensions, even over wigs, because I think the extensions are probably um, more um, more natural looking. And are you seeing more women turning to extensions because they – Maybe they do have thinning hair. You know, maybe they do have a condition where there's hair, a, a large hair loss due to hormones, as I said. Are you seeing some of those clients as well? A hundred percent, Linda. Yeah. Um, and we can also add, add to that list, we have clients that have undergone uh, chemotherapy and other radiation treatments, right, to, to address um, you know, that terrible, terrible disease, um, cancer that we have. Um, and so as their hair falls out as a result of those, those medical treatments and then begins to come back in, 
this is a way for them to kind of um, feel like themselves again um, mm-hmm. and, and feel the way they did before they started those treatments. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, 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 that's a really fulfilling and gratifying piece of this as well. Um, but certainly those reasons that you outlined at the top of the show um, are absolutely uh, correct. Um, mm-hmm. the hair extensions are no longer just for, you know, those in the public eye or in the spotlight. Um, our clients are looking to feel as beautiful as they can feel and as confident as they can and as empowered and as sexy as they want to feel. Um, mm-hmm. And hair extensions give, give everybody an opportunity to, to feel all of that. Um, and it's, it's really special. It's really special. Mm-hmm. Sure. And there is something about hair that we that becomes who we are, and especially as women. And I've known several women that have had um, like the gastric bypass surgery, mm-hmm. and they really struggle with uh, hair loss. So, you know, since hair was the only thing that they really had left of who they really were and their image is completely changing, they really struggle um, with identifying their who they are again. But with extensions, it could help them maintain and, like you said, still feel beautiful and sexy. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, the other really fun thing about it that I think uh, is often overlooked is that it also gives clients an opportunity to change up their look mm-hmm. as they want to. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, it used to just be or where you could go in and if you wanted to change up your look, you just uh, did a new color, right, or a new style. Now mm-hmm. you can come in and you can not only do the color and the style, but you can add length. You can add fullness to your hair. So it, it's, it's kind of a, a, a really fun process as well, I think, for a lot of our clients that mm-hmm. enjoy just, um, you know, having one particular look for six months, seven months, and they come back in and say, you know what, I want to switch it up. And they do something <laughs> different. So yeah. it's, it's actually, it's, it's a lot of fun for people to, to, to get an idea of how they look um, with a different color, with more hair, longer length, all of that. I love that. So is uh, Extension Envy, is it a full service hair salon? That's a great question. It is. It's a full service hair salon in that we offer all of those same traditional services that a salon might offer. Um, and we will certainly provide those services to clients that uh, don't have hair extensions or that have hair extensions that maybe they purchase somewhere else. Um, but what we're doing slightly differently, Linda, is we are positioning ourselves as the experts uh, for hair extensions. So as we talk about how we're going to present ourselves forward-facing to the consumer base. We're not really going to be highlighting those services um, as individual bookable services. Um, We're going to be highlighting them as they relate to uh, hair extensions uh, Mm -hmm. because that's really, that's really the, the area or, or the uh, component of the beauty as salon industry uh, that we want to capture and position ourselves as the go-to 
when it comes to hair extensions. Yeah, definitely makes sense there. Specialty, um, specialty um, brands do really well. Um, now that we kind of have an idea, Josh, about what Extension MB actually offers, let's talk a little bit about what that looks like from a franchisee's perspective. So when you are looking for a franchisee, are you looking for someone that is licensed in their particular state, someone that has already run their, their a salon before, who makes a good franchisee for Extension Envy? Well, to answer your, your first uh, question there, the first part of your question, Linda, uh, specifically, you do not need to be a licensed cosmetologist to be a franchisee. In our, in our network. Um, we have uh, been speaking with many people who are not at all uh, experienced in the salon industry and certainly have no experience um, actually uh, installing hair extensions or doing color. Um, so all of your staff, your stylists, will be licensed cosmetologists, right? So they're the ones that are going to do all that day-to-day um, uh, heavy lifting if you will. Um, So with that said, then what we're looking for in franchisees, um, we're looking for people that one have, have a passion about uh, the beauty industry, the salon industry, um, because we, we, we really do believe that um, you need to really have a a drive to, to excel in your chosen uh, space, right? You, you really want to, dive dive in head first and really mm-hmm. get behind it. So we're looking for people that are passionate about uh, the salon industry, hair extensions in particular. Um, we're looking for people that um, are team players, people that understand that in a franchise network, it's, I like to say, sort of all for one and one for all. Um, we're here not to compete with each other as franchisees, but to help each other grow and succeed. And in so doing, uh, everybody wins, and including your clients. Um, and we're looking for people that uh, can understand uh, a, a presented model and wrap their arms around delivering on that model, right? We believe we've really captured um, all of the processes and protocols that are necessary to create a a successful and profitable hair extension salon, and we want people who who can take that information and run with it. Mm -hmm. So when you say that you don't really need someone who um, is licensed, is there training provided through Extension Envy, and what does that look like? Certainly. So we will provide all of our franchisees with what I consider to be um, the must trainings. Uh, there'll be an initial uh, franchise training in Scottsdale, Arizona, which is where Extension Envy is based, where the franchisee and uh, their general manager will come out and spend uh, just short of four days with our leadership team, uh, learning about the business as a whole, learning about the industry as a whole, um, and learning sort of the the 30,000-foot look at what it takes to operate your salon on a a day-to-day basis. 
then a week ahead of the salon opening, we'll be sending out uh, representatives from the Extension MB corporate team to provide seven days of hands-on in-salon training with the entire staff. So everybody will know exactly what they need to do, how they should do it, um, to provide the experience that we all are striving to provide to our clients. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, thinking of the space, so finding the location certainly uh, is a step before the grand opening. Do you help them in finding that location, and what does that square footage look like? Yes, um, we have uh, provide all that all the necessary help that our franchise need to to identify where their salon will be located. We've got master real estate brokers um, that will work with the local level representative to identify uh, spaces that have all of that criteria that one would be looking for uh, in a, a business of this nature, meaning you know great visibility great signage opportunities, um, heavily trafficked centers, uh, both foot traffic and, and vehicle traffic. Um, and, and we at the corporate level will be providing uh, oversight as well, reviewing all of the proposed sites and helping franchisees make uh, the best decisions on that. Um, as far as the actual footprint and size of the locations, we're going to be looking for uh, locations that are 1,500 to 2,000 square feet. Um, we, we, we believe that the sweet spot on that, is, as we like to call it, Linda, is going to be that 16 to 1,800 square feet uh, for a location. So not, not difficult to find uh, uh, spaces out there. Sure. Sure, absolutely, and and just um, it, it's manageable. That's that size space is certainly manageable. So when someone is when the franchisee is is anticipating opening, uh, do you also help them to identify? Um, um, employees and about how many employees are the are are do you suggest they have when they get ready to open? So as far as a recruiting assistance, um, we absolutely will provide uh, templated job postings mm-hmm. uh, for franchisees to use, as well as, uh, you know, job descriptions for each of the roles that, mm-hmm. that exist in the salon to help them with their uh, vetting of candidates. Um, mm-hmm. We don't participate in a real hands-on way in that process, Linda. Um, as franchisees, of course, uh, the staff that they hire are, are employed by them, not by us mm-hmm. at Extension Envy uh, Corporate. But we do the best that we can um, to help them understand what are the, the qualities, qualifications, um, uh, experience sets that they're going to be wanting to look for in their mm-hmm. candidates. I will say that as it relates to sort of your, your salon leadership team, right? So if we think about a general manager as an example, if it's not going to be the franchisee, um, we will get slightly more involved with the um, vetting of that candidate if the franchisee would like us to um, because they do play such a key role in their sure. organization. 
Um, so, so things like um, helping them sort through maybe their top, uh, you know, three or four or five candidates that they're looking at, um, sorting through their resumes, looking for sort of those key those key components of that person's qualifications that they might really want to weigh a little bit heavier than as compared to another candidates. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, and of course we provide, and of course we provide training to those general managers. Um, they, mm-hmm. they attend that same franchise training uh, that the franchisee uh, attends in Scottsdale. Nice. 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 And so about how many employees would you, do you recommend they have uh, when they get ready to open their doors? I think the general rule of thumb here is going to be uh, two to three stylists Mm -hmm. that are available to work and cover the hours of the salon uh, opening uh, and one to two front desk team members. Mm-hmm. Um, some of this will, of course, vary depending upon uh, what role, if any, the franchisee is going to take in the salon. And by the way, that general manager as well, um, where, where the franchisee is not going to take that, that role out of the gate. Um, so it's really going to be in that five, total of five to maybe six team members right out of the gate. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of that will be determined as we get closer to the salon opening and we begin to do some of our um, pre-sale uh, efforts um, to help market the, the salon there at the local level. We'll begin to get a pretty good understanding of what that initial volume of clients uh, looks like it's going to be. And that will, of course, help us uh, give the franchisee some direction on how many team members they're going to want to have available to hopefully uh, take care of that flood of clients when they yeah. open their doors. Yeah, exactly. Now, Josh, I know that uh, um, Extension Envy is an emerging brand. Um, it, can you tell me if you are focused on any certain territory in the U.S.? Are you launching in just specific uh, areas so that if somebody's listening, they can certainly think, oh, that could be me? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Um, certainly, we're not going to uh, discount um, any areas here in the U.S. Um, however, if we talk really about focus, um, Arizona is a key territory for us, obviously because of its, that's where we're based. Um, so it gives us a great opportunity to be very hands-on with franchisees there um, to help them, uh, you know, really hit, their, hit the ground running. Uh, Arizona, uh, Colorado, and Utah are big target markets for us. We actually have area representatives already in place um, in those three territories ready to uh, support franchisees in their territories. Uh, and then, of course, we're looking at uh, Texas, uh, Florida, uh, the Carolinas as well, um, and California. Those, mm-hmm. I would say, are our big targets. Um, and let me add to that as well uh, the Las Vegas area, mm-hmm. Las Vegas, mm-hmm. Henderson, uh, Summerlin. Uh, we believe those are all going to be slam dunks. Absolutely. Slam dunks for us. Absolutely. Well, Josh, I know that 
my listeners are like me and they love stories and I need to take a commercial break, but would you have some stories that you could share with us when we come back? Sure. Absolutely. Wonderful. Well, folks, we're going to take a real quick commercial break and we will be back with more from Josh Reed with Extension Envy. House Talk Radio. Join Tony and Wendy Gambone on House Talk Radio, where they talk all things house. From tips on home repairs and remodeling to best practices on buying and selling a home, hiring contractors, home loans, and insurance, as well as decorating ideas and how to get the most bang for your buck. If you would like more information about House Talk Radio, go to housetalkradio.com. Tune in every Thursday morning at 9 a.m. to Tough Talk Christian Radio with Tony Gambone. Tough Talk Christian Radio is for those who want to share and receive expressions of faith that will help you take the next step in your relationship with Christ. Listen in to hear from others about their experiences of faith and the love of Christ. Call in to share your experiences at 347-989-1363. Learn more by going to toughtalkchristianradio.com. Are you dreaming of owning your own business but just don't know where to begin? The wait is now over. Linda Ballesteros is a catalyst to becoming a business owner through franchising. Whether you are looking to create a living that will allow you to leave corporate America, change your lifestyle, allowing you to enjoy the fun things in life, or if you're looking to build a legacy that will support your family for years to come, contact Linda today to start the process of being your own boss. Linda at EmpowerFranchiseConsulting.com, 832-640-4922. Hey folks, welcome back to All Things Franchising. This is Linda Ballesteros and I'm here today with Josh Reed and he is with Extension Envy. Uh, Josh, when we broke for commercial break, I asked if you happen to have some stories that you could share with us. Right, um, absolutely. So um, I, I, I think of a couple uh, right, right away. Um, you know, when I first started working with Extension Envy, um, and helping to, to build this brand, um, I was uh, traveling back and forth from Los Angeles to Scottsdale on a pretty regular basis. Um, I would make the trip probably every four to, to five weeks. Um, and it's just, I, I hope this is sort of the story that you're, you're hoping for, Linda, but I would take the same flights as always, get into a routine. And every time I would walk into the doors of the founder's salon, I would see the same clients in the chairs getting their their monthly maintenance done. And I actually began to be friends not only with with the client, uh, uh, with the staff in the salon, but with the clients as well. Nice, um, yeah. Because they would also recognize, right? Hey, who's this guy who comes in here every every month? And you know, he's no need for him to have hair extensions. If you see my picture there um, uh, with my bald head, um, but I actually began to be uh, get to be friends uh, with with those clients and began to learn about them and and the the the. Um, uh, people that we all knew uh, in the same groups there in Scottsdale, as I used to live there as well. Um, so it was it was kind of just what what's really been created in that salon is a very family family environment, um, and it's it's a lot of fun. And I and I think that 
just in terms of uh, if we could all have more fun uh, yeah. with our work, I think we'd all be so much, uh, so much happier and, and, and yeah. why not, right? Let's yeah. strive to do that. Um, yeah. and, then, and then I think as well, uh, another story, um, we recently had uh, Miss Arizona uh, into the salon um, for extensions. And, and I guess it's kind of like a brush with celebrity, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And that's, 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 always, uh, that's always exciting, uh, exciting too. Um, but at, at the end of it, Linda, it's, it's for me, it's every time someone just has a smile on their face, it's, it's, that's the story. Um, mm-hmm. And I think, I think one other thing I'll say in terms of things that I've experienced while in the salon, um, you know, we talk about at the top of the show again, some of the reasons um, why, why our clients come in for hair extensions uh, that aren't necessarily in their control, right? Whether it's dealing with some sort of medical condition or, or just thinning of their hair, whether it's age or, or related otherwise. Um, you know, to see someone come in not feeling really great about themselves mm-hmm. um, and to have them go through the process in, in the salon. And when it's done, crying, you know, those, those tears of, of happiness mm-hmm. because yeah. they feel so renewed um, yeah. and they just, they, it just, I, I know I don't want to overstate it, right, that, that this can be a life-changing experience for clients, but when you see someone have that sort of an emotional response mm-hmm. um, to something, to a service that you provide, you know, those are the kinds of stories that really are, are meaningful. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I've seen that more than once <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, in mm-hmm. the salon. And I, and I know the stylists and Scott, and Christine um, see it almost on a daily basis. Um, so, well, it, it has to also make that franchisee feel that um, that what they're doing has a purpose behind it, and that there's uh, there's a service um, element to that. Because many times people look for a franchise concept that does have um, the ability to make a difference in someone's life. And off the bat, you may not, um, people may not think extension envy would be that until they really look at the reason that people come in and seeking, um, seeking the extensions. And it's far beyond, yeah. um, but not exclusive of, in, of any reason, you know, um, so I, I, I think um, a franchisee could certainly benefit from that feeling. I know that's important for me is to make a difference. Yeah. Really, that's really well said. You know, one of the things, if, if you look at my career, Linda, and the, and the companies and brands that I've worked for, I'd like to think that they all share um, a common thread, right? And, and I bring this up only because I think it relates really to what you were just saying and what we were just talking about. And that is, I've always wanted to align myself with brands and concepts that have something really positive to offer to their clients, 
right, or to the 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 user of that service, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and and I think that extension envy it, it shares that thread. Um, mm-hmm. It is a uh, it is a really important process for a lot of our clients. Um, it's an important service. Um, some of them need it uh, for their own sense of of confidence and um, empowerment, as I said before. And, and, and to me, that is a positive experience for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that's, that's, I think, at its core, really, what is special about this brand is that we do that and we're able to provide that to, to, to clients every single day. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's why it's why I do what I do, and I know it's why um, our founders do what they do. Yeah, yeah, definitely, and you can definitely feel that as well. Josh, we're getting down to the end of the show here. If someone's listening, and whether they are looking for maybe an extension envy in their area, or maybe they are looking uh, for the franchise opportunity, they want more information, where would you suggest they go to find that information? Well, I think the perfect place for them to start is on our, uh, our websites. Uh, the first one I would recommend that they visit would be franchise.extensionenvy.com. Um, and that's extension with just the X, X-T-E-N-S-I-O-N, envy.com. Um, that's going to give them uh, the fundamentals of not just our model, but uh, what we're looking for uh, um, from a financial qualification place uh, for a franchisee, as well as, of course, what they can expect to invest in their opportunity. I would follow that visit up with a, a visit to our consumer-facing website, which is extensionnv.com. Very good. Well, we're down to those final three questions here, Josh. And the first one is, if there is someone listening who's considering purchasing a franchise, what would you suggest that they do to prepare for the process? That's a great question, Linda, and I think um, there's so many different ways you could answer that. I think probably the first uh, or most of two most important things uh, in my mind that a, f- a potential franchisee can do is, one, find that that idea or business or service that you can be passionate about, something that's going to make you happy to get up in the morning and go out and offer this to your community at the local level. So something that you can really, really sink your teeth into. Uh, Secondly, I think it's really important for franchisees to understand, potential franchisees, sorry, to understand what their financial capabilities are right, as it relates to investing in a business. Um, you know, there are franchise opportunities of all shapes and sizes and all cost ranges and investment ranges out there. I think, I think you know, the individual really needs to understand what are they capable of doing um, because that will, should play a, a, a big part in the concepts that they look for. Um, so mm-hmm. understanding what is your, uh, your, 
you know, liquid, liquid assets that are available to you? What is your, your net worth as an individual? How much are you comfortable um, investing in your business um, and, and not overshooting what you're capable of? Mm -hmm. uh, doing that is just, you know, it's just a recipe for, for failure. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I totally agree with that. And, you know, there are times that people think, oh, well, I can get an SBA loan and that takes care of all the investment, but it doesn't necessarily work that way. It doesn't. It sure doesn't. No, you have, you have to have, you have to have some, some resources to put in there yourself. And, yeah. and, and, you know, I, I, I'd like to say that, you know, in every business, um, you know, there's, there's, you have to you have to put your all into it um and and at the same time you might not want to put every penny that you have into mm -hmm. it um mm -hmm. and so you really you really want to consider right how does this affect my family how does this potentially affect my family and and our uh financial stability uh, the goal of course is to identify a business that's just going to create more wealth for your family, right? Um, but you know, you want to go into it smartly and 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 quite frankly, with your eyes wide open, Linda, mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. wide open. Right, right. And even though um, Extension Envy will be there with their franchisees every step of the way, there this is still their business, and they still have to uh, get into the community, and they still have to. Um, market the company it's not like you hang a shingle out and all of a sudden you've got all this money flowing in the door it's still your business and you have to do that which kind of real um, leads to the next question here is what are two traits that make a successful franchisee Wow uh, let's, let's see picking just two of them um, I, I think I think you need uh, you need a, a, a person that is uh, at, at their core they're 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 a team builder they're a, a, a culture builder they they understand the importance of creating uh, a workplace where or, or a business where not only their their clients or customers feel uh, great coming into but their staff as well feels great coming in there. So understanding how to do that, I think is important. Um, and then I, I always go back to that one that I mentioned earlier in the show, Linda, and that is I really think franchisees need to understand that they're part of a bigger network, right? And that while the success of their individual location is paramount, right? Um, it's it equally as paramount that all the locations succeed and that that a, a franchisee um, is available to be that team player to understand that it really we really are all in this together and that when one wins everybody wins so that idea of of being a team player and sort of becoming a family member right, in, in the franchise network, uh, it's just really important. And, and, and do, they, do they really embrace 
that idea. I think those are two really important ones for a franchisee to have. Absolutely. And, you know, one of the things about being part of a franchise family is that uh, you're not competing against each other. In fact, you can leverage on each other's knowledge. So if one franchise location had an experience, um, then they can share that with the others and you can kind of leverage on each other. Absolutely. There's, there's learnings to be had every day um, if, from every location is, is how I've always thought about it. And mm-hmm. sometimes, and hopefully more often those than not, those learnings are, are really positive and um, are representative of real wins in, mm-hmm. in the location. But from time to time, there's going to be a learning that says, hey, you know what? We might want to do this differently next time. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, and, and those are the kinds of, uh, you know, sharing, uh, sharing of ideas that I, I believe are at its core what makes franchising as a model or, or as a, a business model so powerful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, Josh, you just set me up for the next question, the final question, and that is, oh, what does the future of franchising look like? I know you've got a lot of experience, many years invested in the franchise business model. What do you see the future look like? I, I, I think the future for franchising is really bright um, in, in its, at its like biggest picture way. Um, we're seeing many more people uh, looking at franchise opportunities, um, especially coming out of the really challenging last few years that we've had as, as, a, as a world, um, uh, but even more importantly here in the U.S., um, people are looking for ways to uh, have a little bit more control over their own destinies, over their own futures, mm-hmm. And, and one of the best ways to do that is through independent business ownership um, and, and so being your own boss. And so, so I think franchising continues to, to um, grow as a viable opportunity for those people. Um, and, and what I find really interesting about it as well, Linda, is that the, the uh, sort of the demographic, in particular the age range of those people looking for franchise uh, opportunities seems to just be getting larger and larger and larger mm-hmm. every year. Um, it's not just, you know, these, these seasoned, you know, executives that are looking right. to, to exit the corporate world. It's people that are actually just coming out of, I'm having conversations with young people who are just coming out of business school, um, right. people who are just getting their MBAs and saying, you know what, I don't want to take what I know to a big corporation um, that's where I'm just a number. I want to take it and leverage it to build my future. Um, mm-hmm. And they see franchising as a really viable way to do that. Um, uh, and I think the last thing I would say on that, Linda, is I, I think that, you know, we're looking as it relates specifically to sort of the, this, the areas that I've been in, that, that health, health, wellness, uh, beauty and fitness spaces, uh, people are looking for, alternative ways to get those kinds of services um, mm-hmm. and franchising I think really provides provides that opportunity for them as well so 
continued growth in franchising mm-hmm. without question. Yeah, I, I definitely appreciate you sharing that because I too have been seeing more um, uh, more uh, franchisees in their 30s. Uh, whereas mm-hmm. uh, I would say even five to ten years pre-pandemic, let's just say pre-pandemic, I, I think that just as you described, there were the franchisees were more seasoned, like you said, maybe thinking about retirement or getting themselves set up for retirement, or maybe they had retired. And now we are seeing so many coming out of business school, or maybe they've spent a few years in corporate going, you know, I don't think I want to do it that way. I think right. I want my own. And franchise is such a perfect model for someone who has not run a business to be able to do it and not have to be by themselves, wouldn't you say? I, I couldn't agree with you more. And I, and I think that's, that's probably the key piece of it, right, is that they're not alone on an island trying to figure out how to make this work. Um, that's that's what a franchisor is there for, right? And, and, and the good franchisors will provide all of that guidance and, and all of that assistance and all of that training. And, and both, both, let's be clear, right, pre-opening and post-opening, right? As, as once the unit gets open, the franchisor's responsibility uh, should not stop to that franchisee. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It should continue and, and that support um, to, to help that location and that franchisee succeed should be a day, uh, virtually a daily occurrence in one way or another um, mm-hmm. because it's just uh, it's in everyone's best interest. And, and in, quite frankly, that's what the franchisee deserves, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Right. Right, exactly. I tell you what, Josh, I have enjoyed this conversation so much. One more time, if somebody is listening and they want more information about Extension Envy, where would you direct them? Uh, Thank you uh, for this additional opportunity, Linda, to share that information. Uh, I think the first place they should start is franchise.extensionenvy.com with a quick follow-up visit to our consumer-facing site, extensionenvy.com. I think that's a place between those two spots. Uh, they'll get a great introduction to, to what we're doing and, and what our model is all about. Wonderful. Josh, thanks again for being on the show. I really look forward to keeping my eye on Extension Envy because I think there's a huge market for that, and I think y'all are cracking into it. <laughs> Thank you so much, Linda. It's really been a pleasure. I've enjoyed this conversation as well. Wonderful. So, folks, you know, just as you have heard on the show today, um, I do like to introduce you to concepts that are unique, but you also heard Josh speak with the passion that is behind this concept. And one of the things I have said from day one is you're not just buying into the brand. You want to make sure that that leadership team has the the same passion and 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 has um, has your interest in heart. So that is, it sounds to me like they're 
They want to set you up for success. So if that's something you're interested in, please check out Extension Envy. As always, I'm going to leave you with a quote. This quote is by Anonymous. You know, I keep thinking, maybe I should take some of those quotes. Anonymous is not going to sue me, right? Well, the quote goes like this. Invest in your hair. It's the crown you never take off. I love that. Thanks so much, folks, for joining me today on All Things Franchising, and I'll see you next time. Another great episode of All Things Franchising is now in the books. You can listen to past shows by following All Things Franchising on Facebook and Twitter. Thank you for joining us today, and be sure not to miss us next time when we bring you a brand new episode of All Things Franchising.